your body. What up, my baldies? We about to ball out right now. So get your balls on. Let's go ball. All right? All right. Balding. Listen to the words that I am speaking. Listen to the sound of my voice. You are a floating bird. You are a sturdy tree. You are an elephant. Balanced on the head of a pin, you are the river, you are the mountain, you are the forest. Relaxation is inevitable, inevitable, inevitable. Okay, so today I'm going to talk about meditation and how you can use it uh, to make your life more productive and feel less anxious and more and less depressed about your life. I truly actually have been using this for a while and it's, it's something that you can physically feel it working. There's an actual difference in the way that you feel and the way that you'll react to certain things. And it's a kind of a different um, thing that you, a lot of people think that it, it is. It's not just sitting in silence, it's actually really hard. Uh, but then you learn how to, how to overcome what's hard about it and it uh, it transfers into different places or parts in your life you understand okay let me explain ready let's go okay so let's start out with a uh, seriously TMI story <laughs> um, not really but kind of but this is funny listen this is funny I'm allergic to, I'm allergic <laughs> who says that I'm allergic to ATM machines. Yeah, I know, you're not, you don't believe me. Because uh, you can't be allergic Listen, when I walk up to an ATM machine, I'm totally, totally fine. As soon as my bank card goes into the machine, I have to pee. Like, fiercely urinate. Like, it's the worst, the worst thing in the world. It's like, I, I like, I, it's like it's like something captured the one thing that I can't, I can't forget anywhere. Like somebody, maybe I had a bad dream about this or nightmares when I was little or something, but it's just totally weird. And so I figured out a way to stop it from happening. I have this like trick that I play inside my brain that's like when I get my bank card inside of it and I feel that, that feeling start to come on, I say to myself, like almost like I'm like getting into a warm bath or something like that. I'm like, Ah, but, but it's like that feeling inside of my head, not the actual sound. It's just like, ah, and it's like I lower, lower that uh, consciousness, right? Like it's just like a lowering, like a And so I do this and like the pee totally goes away. I don't have to pee at all. And so I started to realize that this thing is exactly what what we do when we're meditating. It's that feeling of, of listening more to your body and observing what your body is doing rather than being there consciously. So 
when you're meditating, what you're trying to do is, it's almost like you're trying to focus on, a, on one specific dot, but like not so much of, a, of an actual focus, but like a lack of caring or a lack of, of intent or a lack of, it's like just no, no content, no actual thing just observing kind of everything that's happening, including what's happening to yourself. Does that make sense? Okay, let's move on to the next part of this. Okay, so I've got an analogy for how meditation works and why it works the way it does. Um, it's just something that I've experienced in my life and it's just sort of like how I explain why it works this way. I don't even know if it has really that much scientific merit to be honest, but if you kind of like imagine it this way, then you'll see sort of why it happens the way it does and you can kind of go forward and move, use it, like use actually what you're doing. Okay, so you know how like when you do laundry um, and you get like static clean and things like will stick together in the laundry and the electricity will sort of like make things like magnetize almost and you like it's really hard to get it off because it like really badly it magnetizes to all points basically it's just an electrical field that's like attracting um two things together okay so imagine your brain you've got these static electricity events happening billions and billions and trillions and trillions of times per day and all these different neurons are firing at different ways and different patterns and your brain is sort of an organ that memorizes those patterns, right? It creates new muscle groups or things like muscle groups in order to uh, develop patterning around that actual action. So just to simplify, it's like your brain has static cling and even if you sleep, those muscles that static cling electricity won't stop firing. There's like neurons want, want to pull the, they want to pull the information or they want to pull the synapses together kind of thing. So you have to find a way to release them. And meditation exactly does that. It's, it's like this winding down and unreleasing of these static cling uh, events in your brain. And they'll go away by themselves sometimes or most of the time or whatever, but um, what you want is to get rid of, you want to stop uh, uh, not filtering, right? So you want to begin your brain onto this process of actually filtering out stuff that you don't need to know. And so that when you release the static cling, it will uh, allow your brain to filter better or fil the filtration process in your, in your mind's work uh, actually works better sort of like cleaning out the muzzle of a gun or something. Anyway, that's my analogy. I mean, take it for what it is, but understand that sleep doesn't get rid of it because that's why people, they wake up with the same terror they've had for uh, 20 years and they don't get over it. But meditation has said to be like a, a major factor in changing people like this, uh, their lives for, for way better. So I hope that uh, provides a little value for you there. So what I'm trying to say is just Release the static cling. Just release it. Try to relax and release it. It's how to get over stuff. Next topic.
So this week's feature baldy is Joe Rogan. I chose Joe Rogan uh, today because he's just the real deal, man. Like, of all of the influential, influential, all of all of the influential people that I know of, he uh, is just sort of not afraid to exactly say what he means. There's just so many examples of of how he gets it right, you know, like. And I think that the way that he tackles subjects and the, the subjects that he uh, in, in, invites into his show or onto his show um, are legitimately commendable. Like for a, in a scholarly pursuit, it's, he's doing a good job. He's actually doing his work. And I think that that's the most impressive thing about him is that you know, though he's made a life uh, out of you know learning how to fight and learning how to destroy somebody in the ring, you know, um, he's also made a real good life of, of for himself uh, based on really complicated and and hard to explain and hard to understand subjects. So I think that's kick ass. Um, way to go, Joe. Uh, keep up the good work, buddy. Uh, I know you'll never hear this because you're awesome and like living in a whole nother universe, but a whole nother universe. Anyways, dude, um, thank you very much. Uh, I'm very grateful for the life and the spirit of Joe Rogan. Um, yeah, cool. Good luck and see you on the flip side. Today's episode was brought to you by the backside edge of a coil ring notebook. What other notebook could bring such joy? If you would like to replace this advertisement, please contact Jonas at Jonas at 1878429.com. That email again is Jonas at 1878429.com.